Oh, somebody says, let's say this together. Okay, I can say it. Oh, somebody says, let's say this together. Our Father, in the name of your son, Jesus, we receive revelation. We receive healings. We receive miracles. We receive a strong healing ministry. Oh, you're not saying it. We receive a strong healing ministry. Tonight, we see your power. We see your glory. Amen. All right. Matthew 16. Let's start from there. Matthew 16, verse 13. You know, tonight, tonight is an healing night or miracles night or diversities of the gifts of the Spirit. So, I am not limiting tonight to just healing. We are going to have diversities of the move of the Spirit. Online people, if you get to a point where we have to switch you out, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm just preparing you in advance. But don't worry, you'll be healed. We're going to pray for you before we switch you out in case. In case, just like in the afternoon, we, we needed to have our time. That's why you have to travel down to Rochester. Get visas if you're in another country. Amen. Amen. Matthew 16, verse 13. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, or Philippi, or anyone you call it, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I, the son of man, am? And they said, Some say that John the Baptist, some say that Elias, others Jeremiah, one or one of the prophets. And he said unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him and said, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona. For flesh and blood has not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. In verse 18, now says, And I say unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against me, will not prevail against thee, and I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And I says that whatsoever thou shalt bind on it shall be bound in heaven, Whatsoever thou shalt lose on this earth shall be loosed in heaven. Hallelujah. We've been looking at our identity and we said something. I'm just going to go straight into the point. We said something. We said we have to look at the manufacturer's plan to see. And we said, who are we, right? Who are we? What? Uh, why are we here on earth? And, um, What's our mission? What's our purpose? What's um, God's plan for the earth? Then we said that we have to go back to the very beginning and see how God has made man. In the afternoon, for some reason, whatever what I said was not even part of my sermon for this camp meeting. Because I thought I already did how faith confession works in church. And you can lay your hands on that series, How Faith Confession Works. It will bless you. So I didn't intend to tell you to, to tell you and teach you how to use your words. So I believe that's how the Holy Ghost moves. Hallelujah. But, you know, that means that from the manufacturer's plan, we see that words are very key in the kingdom. Because he said, he brought to Adam that whatsoever he named it, so it was. And I told you, it wasn't naming Alim, he was not naming it lion, goat. Those are English words. Adam did not know English. Are you getting what I'm saying? He was just giving you an understanding of how to name things. That means whatsoever I say with my words, I have them. That's why Jesus told them in Mark 11, he says, you shall have whatsoever you say. So that means a believer's, a believer's word is very powerful. A believer's word, the believer has supernatural utterances to speak God's word. Say, I have supernatural utterances. You're not saying like you mean it. I have supernatural utterances. So that means our words have life. The book of Proverbs it says, our word, death is in the power of the tongue. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. And I said, you can speak your way out of hell. But tonight, we are, we are continuing in that same pattern. We're speaking. 
Because one of the signs of the gospel in Mark 16, look at it, Mark 16, verse 17 to 18. Mark 16, verse 17 to 18. Mark 16, verse 17 to 18. It says, And these signs shall follow them in my name. In that says, They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new thorn. If you are very observant there, it, those two statements deal with words. It says, They shall speak with new tongues. You will speak with new tongues by walking, you will speak with new tongues with your lips. It says you will cast out devils. The way you will cast out devils will also be from your words. So are you seeing that? Jesus was giving the disciples an instruction and taking, can we say Jesus was also taking them back to the original plan? Can we say that? Taking them back to the Genesis plan of also using their words to command things to go, to command things to go. That's why he told them, we looked at in Matthew 16, whatsoever things you bind on it shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever things you lose on it shall be what? Lose in heaven. How would you do it? Your words. So that means my words are not ordinary. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You remember I told you in the afternoon, I said, if you call yourself a cancer, that's who you are. That means the very minute I start seeing myself, as a false identity that God did not make me, I have accepted a false impression of myself. The reason why a lot of people today, they just feel like, oh, I'm, I'm this. Um, they've maybe done so many things in social vices, and I told you we don't condemn people, right? They've done so many things, they now saw that they cannot leave it anymore. They now say, see, this is who I am. And they now start using their words to say it. I believe one of the things that the devil does is to get you to use your words to confess things. It would deal with you so much so that you will now use your words to start saying it. Then you start saying, I'm just a sickler. I always fall sick. I'm just a this. I'm just a that. Then you kept saying those things and you now find out that you, don't, you are not free. He told Peter, he says, whatsoever you bound in heaven shall be bound on earth. Whatsoever you bound on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And you will do that with your words. So that means the preaching of the gospel is a supernatural thing. This preaching of the gospel is not ordinary. The preaching of the gospel is very supernatural. It's not a time for an excitement or a fanfare time. No, 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 no. It's very supernatural. So that means when I stand in front of a person, maybe in Walmart, maybe in Wegmans, maybe in um, Maya, maybe in Kroger, maybe in whatever, whatever mall it is, or on the street, and I stand in front of that person, and I open my mouth, Let's say, let's say we are discussing already, and I'm just saying, hi, my name is Ayo Benson, and um, I'm here from the Supernatural Community Church to preach the gospel to you, um, this and that. Before then, maybe I'm still gisting and saying, you know, Manchester United is the best club in the world. Yeah. Where's Abraham? <laughs> Chelsea is going to, you know, Chelsea, those was our entry relegation this is. Oh, I'm using my words. <laughs> you are opposing a broken yeah. In fact, if you are a Chelsea fan, no prayer for you today. I'm just joking. <laughs> All right. So now, imagine. Where was I? See, we're talking about this devil's Chelsea's. Yeah? Yeah. Preaching the gospel is. You know what that just came to my mind? Pickable. Pickable. <laughs> Wherever <laughs> you were not here, they taught me something this morning. <laughs> okay, let's go. Please, where was I? Eh? Preaching the gospel to somebody on the street. Okay, thank you. So, when you stand in front of somebody, and let's say you are already discussing, you are gisting with the person, hey, you look good, your hair is nice, everything. That's okay. But the very minute you switch, 
and enter a gospel conversation, that conversation becomes supernatural. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because the message alone is supernatural. That, be, see, you know what Jesus told them in John 18? Let's go to John. Let me, look, let me show you something in John. Go to John 18. Let's go to John 18. Oh no, John 20. Look at John 20. Let's do John 20 verse 22. John 20 verse 22 to 23. John 20, 22, are you there? He says, and he said unto, and, and when he had said this, he breathed on them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. He now says something in verse 23. What did he say? He says, Whatsoever sins you remit, they what? They are remitted unto them, and whatsoever sins you retained, they are what? So that means Jesus now gave you the power to forgive sins through the preaching of the gospel. So that means when you preach the gospel and men believe you, their sins are forgiven. When you preach the gospel and they, don't re and they reject you, their sins are retained. So that means whatever I open my mouth to say is supernatural. Are you, are you following me this night? Whatever I open my mouth to say is supernatural. That means this message, the message of the gospel is a supernatural message. Because our words are not ordinary. And our words causes light to come into darkness. Yes, in Genesis 1, it says, when darkness was upon the face of the deep, it said, let there be light. And there was what? There was light. It gave light. It gave darkness light. So that means when I preach the gospel, Paul told us in 2 Corinthians 4, he says, if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them who are lost, in whom the God of this world has blinded the lives of many, lest they believe the glorious gospel of Christ. So that means when I preach the gospel, and men see what I'm saying, when they hear what I'm saying, light has come to their life. Identity has come to their life. When I preach the gospel, men are seeing their true self. Men are seeing who they really are. They are saying that, oh, wow. So, this is who I am as a man. Oh, wow. Oh, so this is who I am. They are seeing it and they are walking in it. But that's not where I'm going tonight. In that Mark, Mark 16, it now says, they shall take up serpents. In verse 18, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. In says, they shall lay hands on the sick. And the sick will what? You're not sounding like somebody that wants it to recover. The sick will what? Recover. He now said, look at in that ending verse. In verse 20. And they went forth and preached everywhere. The Lord walking with them, confirming the word with signs following. That word science there is translated from the Greek word simeon. And it implies that which gives an indication to a message. An indication to a message. It's called like a supernatural indication. Like a pointer. A light. Like, you know, like siren. Just to get your attention. Woo, 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 woo. Like when an ambulance is moving around. Or when a police stop you. <laughs> that's a real, that's the best sign. Have you ever been stopped by police before? You know, that's a sign. <laughs> that sign can really blind your eye and give you a headache. <laughs> now, a sign. In the Hebrew, that word sign means O-T-H, oath. And they used that sign in Exodus 4, verse 8 to 9. I don't have the time, we'll have gone to those places. Exodus 4, verse 17. He says, thou shalt take the rod in thy heart, wherefore thou shalt do signs. That was what Moses was told. He says, you will take the rod, Exodus 4 verse 17. You will take the rod in your hands and you will do signs. So that means, when I preach the gospel, a sign is not the message. Listen to me. That is why we don't build a church on miracles. Are you hearing what I'm saying? 
No, the church must be built on the written word. On preaching and teaching God's word accurately. If not, you will raise false converts who are just there for when is the man of God going to show power. And they will not sit down when the teaching of God's word is going on. Are you getting what I'm saying? When is the man of God going to prophesy? And they will not sit down and take notes when the word of God is going on. So a sign is not the message. It is a pointer to the message. That was why there's a series on, there's a teaching on our SoundCloud or Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can lay your hands on it. Miracle Signs and Wonders, Exploring the Four Gospels. It's about eight hours teaching. So of you that were there were sleeping. <laughs> but pick it. Or we, we explain and explore the four Gospels, the miracles of Jesus. Now look at it. It says a sign is not a message, but a pointer to the message. So God's sign in Egypt in those days were to point people to believe him. So what was Moses doing? When Moses struck the rod and brought water, and water come out from the, from the rock, it wasn't the message. It was for them to believe the message he's going to preach. When Moses parted the Red Sea, that wasn't the message. It was a pointer to make them understand. See, guys, this is what God wants to do. Are you following me? When Moses, even, you see, the children of Israel saw so many miracles that some theologians still don't agree that the miracles are real. I had a conversation with somebody earlier this year, and the person said, how are you sure those miracles are real? I said, I believe in miracles. You can go and be experimenting and be looking for where, whether it's real or it's not real. I have seen miracles before. I'm going to see more, and I'm going to see more and more. <laughs> so I told the person, it's your problem. I did not want to engage in the conversation too much because man is a product of influence. I don't want to go and be reasoning rubbish. I just told the person, I said, bro, listen, I've seen miracles before. I've been healed before. My mother has been healed before. My family has been healed before. Everybody, people I know has been healed before. So I believe in miracles. Hallelujah. It's not the message, but a what? A pointer to the message. The some manner, 40 years, Jesus. Do you know what it means to come out of your house or your room every day and get to the city room and food is waiting for you outside? For 40 years. And you say there is no miracle. I believe in miracles. I believe in miracles. They ate a food. They, they don't know where they was cooked. For 40 years. You don't understand. I'm not saying 40 days. Year 10. Year 15. Year 20. Year 30. Year 40. <laughs> and some stupid secessionists in this our country are saying that the miracles died with the last apostle. Ah! ah. Bring them to Rochester. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Let them come and see it. I believe in miracles. I believe in miracles. Because See, let me tell you, it doesn't make sense to the logical mind that I would touch somebody and just by touching somebody, the pain will go. That's why it's called supernatural. Or let's use it in normal English, power. It doesn't make sense. You shake people every day. And from the shaking people, nothing happens. Then from there, you now say you lay hands. Now look at something. Let me do a practical for you. Yeah. Sit down. <laughs> Let me continue teaching. 
<laughs> Let me continue teaching. We have many things to do tonight. Amen. So, it doesn't make sense. Let me do. You come. Oh yeah, go, 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 go. Oh yeah, go. I will look for someone that is not. You choose between yourselves. Ah, so, bye-bye. Bye-bye, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, you are ready. So now watch, watch something. Watch something. I will check her just naturally. I will just, you know, I will just shake you naturally. Like, just the same way. Because he said you can touch somebody. He said you can lay hands on somebody. He says you will lay hands on the sick and they will recover, right? So I will shake her now. What do you feel? Nothing, nothing. But I can shake her supernaturally. Just that same thing I did now. I will shake her again and something will happen. It is called supernatural. So that is why some people will look at you and say, it, it doesn't make, what are you doing? You are just touching me. No, you are not just touching. You are touching with power. Are you getting what I'm saying? I will now touch her again now. She says she did not feel anything. I will now ask her what she feel. Now, look at it. In the name of Jesus. That is it. And it can flow like that. You are the one that wants to minister it. So that means you can be intentional with what you are doing. You are the one that wants to minister it. So that means I can touch I can touch you like this now and say, Jesus, and nothing will happen. And I touch you again, I say, in the name of Jesus, and that's it. And I can just say, Jesus, and that's it. And from there, different things can happen. Because it's the power of God. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? So when he says, these signs shall follow them. Don't look at your hands as natural. <laughs> you can shake people and have conversations. And in the midst of the shaking, you can say, come on. You can say, in the name of Jesus. And that's, and that's how it works. You can just, and, that's, and it can just flow like that. It can just, you just move like that. You can just say, oh, how far, how are you doing? How is everything going? Jesus, Jesus. And that's all. Because the power of God is like that. That is how the power of God works. It is supernatural. Supernatural. It's not natural. That's how the power of God works. So when he says you shall lay hands on the sick, you can shake people and say, how are you doing? I'm good. How's everything going? And then the person tells you I'm sick. You say, well, I'll, I'll touch you again. That cancer will come out. That pain will come out. That growth will come out. By the power of God. You know, these coming days, we're going to see more cancer patients healed. Nobody will die of cancer around us. In the name of Jesus. Because it's the power of God. It's the power of God. It's the power of God. That's how it works. Sit down. I still want to teach. Because I want to prepare you. Diversities of the move of the spirits. Diversities of the move of the spirits. Diversities of the move of the spirits. So many things happen. It says diverse expressions of the gifts of the Holy Ghost. So that means I am supernatural. God has created me to be supernatural. You know we're looking at identity. Man is not natural. That is why he used that word. He created us in his image. That word image is the Hebrew word selem. T-S-E-L-M. And it's like a deity. Like that thing that they call gods. I can't wait for you to listen to a series I did. Rebellion of Genesis 3, Rebellion of Genesis 4, um, Genesis 4, Genesis 6, Genesis 11, the falling world. It's going to be out after this, after this camp meeting. So you will listen to it. He made us that image. That is why, how many of you observe? Even idol worshippers, idol worshippers, traditional worshippers, voodoo priests. How many of you observe that they have a medium? They have one charm. They have one thing they will, they, they will be talking to. 
that's the medium. That's the thing called image. So man is the contact between the natural and the supernatural. So that means for the devil to walk, he also need man. For God to also walk, he need man. Man is that contact between the natural and the supernatural. So that means for the devil to use, for the devil to influence somebody, he is going to use a man to do it. That's why you will never see him with, all those say, he has two horns, you have not seen him before. He will walk through a man. That's why Paul said, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty towards God to the pulling down of the strongholds. He says, we, we don't fight against flesh and blood, but against principalities and power, against rulers and darkness in high places. That's our fight. It's not natural. So some, some people would think, is this person that is doing me? He can't be the person doing you. He's only a medium. Are you hearing what I'm saying? He's not the person doing you. He's only a medium because man is the contact between the natural and the supernatural. So that means for man to explore the possibilities of God, he has to be in tune and ready for it. He has to. He has to tell himself, I'm ready to be used. Hallelujah. So that means when we preach the gospel, we have signs accompanying us. 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 In the next couple of months, as we proceed into 2024, our voice will be louder with signs and wonders by the power in the name of Jesus. Signs and wonders will not be a thing of the past. Ah! Signs and wonders will not be a thing of the past. Signs and wonders will not be a thing of the past. It is here! Such that when you talk, you can just say, Jesus! And that's it. That is it. It's the power of God. We can just say, that's it! And that is the power of God. It's the power of God. It's the power of God. Sit down. I still want to preach. Sit down. It's the power of God. It's the power of God. Just through your words, the power of God can flow. Just say, my name is Ayo Benson. I can heal you. And the power of God will flow. By the power in the name of Jesus. Shabaka gave us that song just this evening. He said, I'm an healing man. I'm a healing man. See, some of you may be wondering. This thing, just see, I just want to go home. No, you are going to need it though. Yes, <laughs> you are going to need it though. Let me tell you, as far as you live in this life, problems will come, issues will come. You will need the power of God. And only power of God solves situations. I told you in the afternoon. I told you the money. Therapists, psychologists, all of them, they are just there to make money. They cannot help you. The only help we have is power of God. And I believe the power of God. 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 So you must be open to the power of God. So that means when you are going to preach, when you step out of your house to preach, you know that I'm not just going to talk. He says, my preaching and my teaching is not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but with the demonstration of the spirit and power. That the faith of men, he will not stand with the... He says that, my, that the word I preach will not stand with the wisdom of men. So you know, every outreach is an healing outreach. Hallelujah. Every outreach I go, it's an healing outreach. It's a power time. Hallelujah. Let's be seated. I still want to preach. Oh, Jesus. So miracles are not the message, but indicators of the message. He fed them with manna, but that wasn't the message. That was a sign of the miracle of the world. Just like when Jesus did so many miracles, 
He did so many miracles. At 10 verse 13, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, who went about doing so many miracles, healing those who were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Jesus, God, now this is, now listen to me. God who came down in, as Jesus could not preach without signs and wonders. He couldn't even do life and ministry without signs and wonders. You now think you will escape. You now think you want to do it naturally. <laughs> you are playing. You are playing. The supernatural is real. It's not logical. Don't try to figure it out. It's not logical. It does not make sense that another man like you will touch you and something will be contacted. It does not make sense. It is supernatural. He says, the, okay, how, wait, look at what happened with Peter. Aprons and Akashi were, from, or Paul in that 19. They say Aprons and Akashi were taken from Paul's body. And they took it to the sea. Does, is it logical? If you want to deepen it, does it take it to the sea and the sick got healed? The sickness left. Ah. 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 It's not logical. It's not logical. So don't try to figure it out. It's just the way God has made it to be. <coughs> it's just the way God has made it to be. It's not logical. Healings and miracles still happen. Healings and miracles still happen. Healings and miracles still happen. They still happen. I will never forget. I, shared, I used to share this story. My first... The first time I saw healing, I've watched TV, I've watched so many things, I've seen healing, but somewhere in my heart, I did not believe it. I just doubted it. I was in the service where the, the, the man was teaching us the gifts of healing. He was just teaching us, brethren, you can flow with the gifts of healing, you can do this. Ah. I was just looking at him like, you know, he's just looking at him like, you are playing. And he just spotted me out via a word of knowledge. He said, how you come? You don't seem to believe, not you now. <laughs> well, that's an hungry heart. In the name of Jesus, it's working strong. Thank you, Lord. You know, so he just said, I'll come. Ah, I just came out. He said, you don't seem to believe what I'm saying. I said, yeah, I've seen it. I said, I believe this. I said, you don't believe me. He said, do you have any pain in your body that I can pray for and it will disappear? I said, well, I have one boil in this nose. You know those boys that you wake up with that doesn't go, that those overnight boil that just wake up on your face. I just had one in my nose. Yeah. So and I said, hold on. And I went to show my friend. Bro, see you. <laughs> so it's like, I, it's like I come to the front and I quickly went back. I will never forget. His name is Mattis. He followed me to that meeting that day. I said, bro, see you. Check it. He said, no, it's still there. I said, okay. And I went back. So you have done, he asked me, he said, you have done what you want to do, right? I said, yes, sir. He said, close your eyes. Ah, me, I said, what do you want to do? Close your eyes. What do you want to do? Close. So I, I just did like this. He just said, in the name of Jesus, that boy, you disappear now. So I was looking at what they want to do. They want to rub something on it. So I just did like this. He said, in the name of Jesus, it goes now. Say, in Jesus' name, amen. Just very simple prayer. So me, I was thinking, you know, I was used to charisma. I was used to all those, oh, you, oh, before a miracle will happen. I was expecting even a touch, at least touch me. He did not touch me. Just said, check it now. <laughs> I put my hand there. He disappeared. Yeah? I quickly went back to my seat to show Bro, how far? He said, ah, it's not there again. I remember that day. It's very, that place was in Jaco. That's, that's, where, that's where the place was. I trekked from that place to the market. It's very far. People that are watching, it was very far. Because I kept thinking, I kept walking and thinking. Ah, so miracles happen like this. Is it this supernatural? Ah, is it this? It, did they do something? So I now said, when I get to my own church, I'll practicalize it. Whatever it did to me that day, I must see it work. 
So in service, I just called people. I said, if you want to be healed, come out. I'm going to pray for you. Nobody shared testimony. So I started thinking, it did not work. Then one sister just came. said, I have a menstrual pain. And it has been bothering me for so many, like it's so heavy. He said, but I believe if you pray for me, it will be healed. I said, to me it's natural, you know. You know this pain, it will go now after a couple of days. It will go. He said, just pray. I just said, in the name of Jesus, you are healed. He said, he's gone. Ah, I thought it was a lie. I said, check it very well. He said, he's gone, I can't feel it. And I texted the next day. It was two good days then. I texted the next day. Hafa, do you feel the pain? He said, I can't find it again. He said, it has never happened before. I said, hey. So I got to church next Sunday. <laughs> the ministry stepped up. <laughs> I said, brethren, the Lord is walking in our midst. <laughs> brethren, healing, the healing power of God is here. I was scared as I was saying it up. Because I was like, hey, if it doesn't work, hey, hey. You know, there's all that feeling when you're praying. You say, Pastor say, cancer. This is that. You now see the cancer. You say, hey, hey. It's Pastor that they said it. <laughs> so I got to service that day. I said, brethren, the surgeon will remember if he's watching. I said, brethren, if you have any seat, come out. So somebody had one serious malaria, but he, he fortunately came to church that day, but was sitting at the back. So I just prayed for him. And I said, in the name of Jesus, you get healed now. And he said, after like 20 minutes, he just said, do you know my body is feeling better? I said, hey, he's walking. Oh! I said, he's walking. I was so excited. I was like, he's walking. I said, hey, you devil, let's get on now. <laughs> let's go. And since then, the miracle power of God has been working. Yes. Hallelujah. Praise God. Several sick bodies healed. Yes. I remember I was in Colorado in August. Some people were praying for a woman. She had arthritis. Some people were praying for a woman. This or that. So I just stepped in there. I just said, ah. so I just said, please give me a minute. So I told them to stop because I didn't like the way they were. All of them just gathered around her praying. I just said, woman, give me your crutches. In the name of Jesus, stand up, walk now. She just said, hey, he's walking. In fact, the, somebody came with her as I did. She said, do you know, for the past 15, 14, 15 to 14 years, she has never been able to walk like this. The power of God still works. The power of God still works. The power of God still works. Hallelujah. Be seated. You must be open for miracles. You must be open for miracles. You must be open for miracles. Diversities of miracles. I've seen people heal just via a text. I just text you, in the name of Jesus, you are healed. I just, I just feel better. I've seen people healed severally. Severally. I, I, I'm even trusting God to remember stories. I'll share you one of my mom. My mom had one, and she's probably watching me now. She had one serious sickness. You know those sickness that your dad will call you and say, hmm, pray for your mother. Hmm. I don't know what next to do. Pray. And she has done everything. Done everything. So that day, fortunately, not out at home. So I just stood. So I was sleeping on her bed that day. So she just came. She just tapped me. She said, your midday. Pray for me. This or that. She said, but you are a pastor. She said, pray. And I just said, in the name of Jesus, you are healed. My mom, she now told me two weeks later, she said, I waited two weeks to be really sure if I was really healed. She said, because it, she said, immediately I felt something. He said, that I just felt something immediately. He said, I waited two weeks to be sure if it happened. He said, but I have not seen the pain again for the past two weeks. And she has not seen it again. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. The healing power of God still works. It still works. Hallelujah. And tonight, I don't want us to just rely just on miracle, on healing. It says in Hebrews 2 verse 4, it says, there, let's go to Hebrews 2 verse 4. Hmm. Hebrews 2 verse 4. Because we can have diversities of the move of the Spirit of God. 
diversities of the move of the Spirit of God. Go to Hebrews 2 verse 4. It says, God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders. In our sense, with diverse miracles. When he used diverse miracles, he said diverse miracles and do the Holy Ghost. Diverse miracles means diverse miracles. Miracles is not just only for healing. Mm -mm. Miracles can also happen financially. Miracles can also happen where the road has been fixed. The, the, a problem has been tied to a point. And there will just be a breakthrough. It's also a miracle. It's a divine intervention. How do you explain miracles? It's not logical. It's not logical. It's not logical. We have seen several miracles before. Several miracles. There's also many things I'll just say, well, the Lord will sort it out. The Lord will sort it out. This year alone, several miracles on so many things. It's because I'm live, so I, I'm, I'm just so restricted to share so many things. I will have showed you so many examples. Several miracles. But many of us, we, we rely solely on just healing. Mm -mm. People can be going through different difficulties in your outreach. And you meet them and just say, you know, I've just been struggling with this. You are there to give them a miracle. You are there that when you pray in the name of Jesus, they will receive a divine intervention. I told you this story. Just this August, I went to Colorado. Just the same meeting I was telling you about that this woman with arthritis was healed. I went to Colorado. And the only thing I had was just my ticket money. And I was supposed to be there for one week. And I did not have money. I mean, no money. The only thing I had was my return ticket and my go ticket. Where will I sleep? I don't know. What will I eat? I don't know. But I knew I believe in miracles. As I got to the Colorado, I just started using my words. The power of God is working. Men will come through for me. Things will happen. So I stayed at the airport. And as I stayed at the airport, somebody just said, ah, so, so we, we both missed our flight. Satovu so will remember because we, we, she was the one that made me miss my flight. I had to see her in Dallas. <laughs> I, when I had a stopover, I had to see her there. Say, hey, Satovu, this is it. And I ran and I missed the flight. But it was supernatural. <laughs> see, <you> see. <laughs> but it was supernatural. Because the people that, some people, we both miss our flight. So we just looked at each other like, so it was when we got to the airport, ah, we're just both coming from Dallas. I said, yes. We're just coming from Dallas, this and that. I said, yeah. I said, where are you going to? I told them I'm going for He said, we're going there together. Can you, I, do you have a ride? I said, even Uber money, I don't have. <laughs> then I said, do you want to follow me? I said, yes. I said, check one. At least I've left the airport. Because the airport to that place is about 15 minutes. Ah. <laughs> so I, at least I've left there. So you should know the how much Uber will be. Are you getting 15 minutes? Okay. So I said, thank you, Lord. At least I'm already closer to the venue. If I thought I would just stand at the door. And the meeting was starting the next morning, like 8 a.m. If I thought I would just stand at the door. Ah, at least. So as I got there, so where will you sleep? I told the person, I said, God will provide. Say, say that again. <laughs> I said, God. Interestingly, they are from Long Island, you New York here. I said, I said, God will provide. He said, you mean what? I said, God will provide. I said, you, yeah. I said, I know. <laughs> I said, I know. <laughs> then I got into the place. She now said, do you want to talk to the hotel? I said, even if I talk to the hotel, no money. So I said, I believe God. She said, okay. So you know when they want to use that to excuse themselves, like they don't want to be a part of their body. She just started talking to their friend, like, you know, so let's just go and check in. Let's just, so I, just, I just understood. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's something they say in Yoruba, you have to use your eyes to know what is going on, to read the signs of what's happening. <laughs> so I just read it. I just said, okay. So I just went to the meeting, to the church. As soon as I got there, 
one usher came to me and said, ah, you know you can't be roaming about too much. The meeting is starting tomorrow, all doors are closed. Ha. Me, I was in my own head, I was thinking I was gonna sit there inside the hall and just sleep there. Say all doors are closed, you can just if I thought you even want to roam about the premises, the premises is closing in one hour. Ha! And as she, he said, he said, what do you want? I said, I need accommodation. Do you have? Do you want to give me? <laughs> he said, no. He said, but I can pray with you. <laughs> no, but that prayer worked too. He said, but I can pray with you. I learned something. As we keep growing in our church, that's how we'll be attending to people. Because it's not all, all answers we'll be able to answer. I can pray with you. <laughs> and he just said, brother, give me your hand. Let's pray. He said, Father, we believe you for a miracle for this brother. I said, Amen. <laughs> he looked at me, he opened his eyes and looked at me. He said, We believe you for it. I said, Amen. <laughs> and my bag and my bus was still was rolling. If I was rolling down. <laughs> he said, In Jesus' name, Amen. So as he, as he finished praying, I just wheeled my box and I was going. And Colorado, if it, there's something that happens in Colorado, you will just naturally be having a headache. They, they tell you there's just a sudden headache. Uh, those of you, I don't know if you have been, some of you that have been to the mountain. Yeah, it was a, so. I was so sick. I st I just got so sick. I was not myself because I didn't know that the altitude. Well, in fact, from the airport, the last, I didn't I didn't read the instruction very well. From the airport, they said I tell you drink water. I just noticed that water was everywhere. For some reason, drink water, drink water, drink water. I didn't know. I was still thinking I have fasting. I'm just, you know. I, no, I wasn't fasting. I've already used the money that I have to eat <laughs> since I missed my flight. The little money I have, I just look at one thing, one brisket like that. I say, ah, this brisket is going to be nice. But it wasn't nice. That's the thing that paid me the most. So I wasted, <laughs> so I wasted my money. The money that at least I would have used to survive. But I just said, I believe in miracles. I believe him. I know something will come out. I just knew. So I just started holding my boss with all my headache, with all my body numb, and one people just stopped. Maybe the woman will be watching me like because we became friends. We just stopped. He said, where are you going to? I said, anywhere. <laughs> he said, what do you mean? I said, anywhere. He said, just enter the car, just let the car. Do you have an accommodation? I said, I do have. So they now started looking for a hotel for me. <laughs> me, I even thought they want to pay. So they now got to one hotel. I said, now go inside and. I said, <laughs> <laughs> I said, it's like you don't understand what I said. I said, I'm so sorry, about it, but you can really be going, but I don't have. He said, I will wait with you. He said, I just believe something will happen. Then, as we stayed there, that place was open for two nights. As we stayed there, a brother just walked in. He said, I overheard you saying, um, you don't have an accommodation. And I said, yes. He said, well, I'm here. That is exactly how he said it. He said, well, I'm here. So how many nights do you need? So the receptionist now said, there's only two nights available here. He said, I'll pay for it. And that hotel was very expensive. Two nights was almost seven to $800. Because it was an hostel. It was like a house. Like all those... A house that have like four rooms. So the, the place I stayed had like two, three rooms there. So he paid. He just swiped his card. I started seeing it like Jesus. Like, <laughs> I, was just, I was just in awe. The woman that was with me said, I like your faith. She said, ha. She said, are you a pastor? I said, oh, so now you know. <laughs> I said, so now you know. And it was two nights, so check one, check two. Don't forget, I was sick already. I was already done. My head, my body, everything was finished. I just remember, ah, I've taught a sermon, and that sermon has healed so many people, and they have gotten testimony. So that I will not be a castaway, I went to pick the sermon, here and be healed. In Chesil, I taught the sermon so that when you hear it, you will be healed. Go and listen to it on SoundCloud. They have gotten a lot of testimonies because of that summer. He said, Pastor, I just heard the summer and I got healed. So I said, hey, hey, this summer has to work for me now. So as I played the summer, I said, Lord, I receive you. I just started saying it. Lord, I receive your healing now. Lord, I receive your healing. And as I just lay down on the bed, I woke up very hokey. 
very healed. No pain on my body again. Under like 30 minutes, I just, it was like in short nap. It was like the angel just do. And I just woke up and I said, ah, I can't find the pain again. Hallelujah. And that was how it is. So two nights, it was paid for. Then the third night, they just texted me. The same guy, the same guy and his wife, he just texted me. Before the second night. He said, have you found where to stay yet? I said, like I told you, I believe God for a miracle. He said, well, me and my wife have been thinking. We're going to leave our room for you. And we're going to go 30 minutes away. To go and look for another room. Another hotel. Because the, the place is a very small city. So this, it's just like Rochester here. Very small. So all the hotels were booked out. Because of the conference. So they now had to travel to another city. And they left their room for me and they went that place. Do you not see that that is a miracle? That's a miracle. How was I eating? Another couple came. I just like you. That was what they said. I just like you. You look like it's somebody that should be my son's friend. I said, it depends on who he is. <laughs> and that's how they just started feeding me. They just pick me every session. Have you eaten? Don't buy food. I said, eh? <laughs> I just started saying, wow. So miracles are this sweet. And that was how I left the meeting. In fact, let me tell you the height of it. I had a debt. A credit card debt that has bothered me. You know when the credit card bothers you so much that they called you, called you, called you, called you, called you, called you. And once you see their number, just press red. <laughs> or you pick it and say, hello, hello, hello. I, I don't, I'm not hearing you. So it was my desire that, Lord, I mean, just this August, it was my desire that, Lord, ah, I really need money. And I don't want to use my money or the money I'm expecting to pay it. Because you must believe God for miracles. I have other things I want to use money for. I mean, camp meeting is coming like this. Will I not be using money? Ah, I have this. That's how I was just praying in the course of the meeting, just like that. And a man just walked up to me and tapped me. He said, the Lord said I should come and ask you. What do you want? So I just brought out my phone. I showed him. This is my number one desire, that my debt is clear. He said, how much is it? I told him the amount. That night, he sent it. I mean, thousands of dollars. And I cleared it, and I sent the receipt of how I cleared it to you. Because you have to be, you have to be, you have to be very, you have to be, have integrity and transparency. So I sent the receipt, I said, I've cleared it, thank you. I said, thank you so much, brother. And you said there is no miracles in America. I remember when I got to America, they would say, people don't give people money. You just heard my own story, just this August. I'm not saying last year. I can tell you last year. I can tell you two years ago. I can tell you four years. I'm saying just this August. And you say there is no miracles? And you say there is no miracles? How, what I just said, can you explain it logically? You can't. Look at how many things happened at once in just one week. I mean from a Monday to a Saturday. Look at what happened in just one week. I can share you several. I mean several. That's because you must be opened to miracles. You must be opened to miracles. It is not logical. I share that story for one reason. So that tonight... You are not only releasing your faith for just healing. Hands can be laid on you tonight. And there can be a supernatural intervention on your finances. Hands or prayers can be prayed for you tonight. And you can believe God for things to clear off. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It says diverse miracles. Many of us, we box the Holy Ghost into just healing. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Miracles happen. And we are in the season of miracles. I tell you, 2024, we are going to have more miracles than ever before. Amen. And when I say that, I'm talking about your life. You are going to see more miracles than ever before. I'm not saying just physical bodily healing. I'm saying miracles in all aspects of your life. You are going to receive miracles. I'm not giving you fable here. I'm telling you how it was real. I saw some of you the receipt. I saw some of you the, the proof of how it happened. 
I show some of you. I can share several testimonies with you people. Miracles still happen. I was at the airport flying one day. Be seated. I was at the airport flying one day. I don't know what country I was going to. Maybe it was Qatar. Or maybe it was Amsterdam. I can't, I can't remember which country like that. And I was just trusting God for a miracle. I was touching something. Then a man sat down beside me. Interestingly, he wore a jewelry. He wore this. So I just looked and I said, what type of people are these people that sit down with people like this? So I just said, hi, good morning, sir, this and that. And I just, I, you know, you want to put your earpiece back, like, I don't want to engage. You just tap me, bro, how far? So what do you do? I was like, I'm not ready for conversation. Let me just pray throughout this flight, I beg. There's people that wear all this. That's why it's not good to condemn people. And we're just having conversation. I, I did not know he was a pastor. He just told me, he said, ah, I'm a pastor. He said, he now told me, he said, you are bothered about this thing I put. He said, it's camouflage. I don't want anybody to disturb me. I said, ah, I've never heard anybody talk like that. He said, I just don't want people disturbing me. He said, I'm actually a pastor. He mentioned the church and I was surprised. He showed me, the, he even, he said, you want to, you want to see proof? He, showed, he, he brought out a phone, he showed me video. He said, see me preaching. He said, do I look like it? He said, don't worry, I'm just going on vacation. I'm just trying to chill. Ah. I now sat down very well. I took off my, let's have the conversation. As we started having the conversation, do you know that? That's how the man became a blessing to me. Ah, brethren, I believe in miracles. I believe in miracles. <laughs> Last year, January, I was in Qatar. I sat down with someone on the flight, and we, we, were, just, we were just having conversations. And she just told me, she just said, what about, she, she just, interestingly, so she, she maybe because I read it, I was reading a book, so she does. Ah, are you a pastor? I said, uh, what do you think? Yeah, because I don't always say yes or no sometimes. I just said, what do you think? He said, you look like one. He said, well, let me tell you my problem. And that's how I was able to pray for her, and I was able to give her a word of knowledge. And she said, how did you know? I said, ah, uh, it just came. And she said, thank God. She said she knew it, that this flight was going to be supernatural for her. As she got to Qatar, she was even trying to collect my number. This, da, 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 da. We still talk today. She still shares some things with me today. And we're like, okay, this and I said, well. And that was how she was. She got her own breakthrough like that. Miracles still happen. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Miracles still happen. Remember, we are not restricting miracles to just healing. It is supernatural. It does not logically. Look at something. How many of you? We prayed for you before, and just, just via words of prayer, things happen. Let me see your hands. Oh, okay, now watch. Just imagine, just in the name of Jesus, and that thing happened. Does it naturally make sense? So don't try to think it. When we speak words over things tonight, you will see intervention. Yes, sir. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And not just that. One of the things that is going to be enhanced in your life and ministry from tonight it's such that when you pray for people, there will be instantaneous results. And that will mean that when you speak over a situation, you will see a result. When you say, well, this gives way now. So you will, give, you will say, I'm not fearful. You say, I'm not fearful. I can speak and I see results. That is how it is. One of the things that is going to happen to you tonight is that when you speak, you will see results. So when things get difficult, hear me, hear me and hear me well. When things get difficult, because it, there's tendencies for things to get difficult, as far as you are in this life, all you just say is in the name of Jesus. I remember that I was in camp meeting 2023, and pastor said, when I use my words to speak, things will happen. And now you speak. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And there will be instantaneous results. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Look at what the disciples of Jesus said about Jesus. He said, what manner of man is this? That the winds and the seas obey him. Wow. <laughs> wow. He said, the, the, after he calmed the sea, 
all of them ask them, say, they say, what manner of man is this that the wind and the seas and the storms obey him? So that means if I am like him, they can obey me. Situations can obey me through my words. Hallelujah. You know, the Holy Ghost is here tonight. You know, it's time for healing. How about we just pray in the Holy Ghost? Let's be on our feet. Play for me. Play for me. It's time for healing. Miracles. Miracles. Listen to me. From tonight's meeting, your words are not going to be ordinary. Just because you are probably watching life, probably you are here, your words will not be ordinary. 